AgBioscience is supported by Indiana Farmers Insurance. This is AgBioscience. Welcome and thanks for joining. I'm Mitch Frazier, CEO of Agrinovis Indiana, and this is the podcast where we explore all things AgBioscience, the people, the products, innovations across food, animal health, plant science, and ag tech. About 25% of U.S. farm products by value are exported annually. The global market fuels demand for producers and the companies that serve them across the Midwest. And today's guest is just back from a global trip to visit some of those foreign markets. He joins us today to share new perspective on foreign markets and the opportunities they create for innovation. Welcome, Ben Forsyth, Director of Sustainability and Value Creation with the Indiana Corn Marketing Council and Indiana Soybean Alliance. Ben, it is great to see you. Welcome back to Ag Bioscience. Thanks for having me, Mitch. Appreciate it. Well, Ben, you have been around the globe. It's been fun to, to watch and to hear some of your experiences over the past few months. You've been with Indiana Farmers, really working to strengthen the foreign market connection, driving demand for Indiana corn, Indiana soybeans, learning along the way. Before we hear about those journeys, we got to hear more about you. We got to hear more about your story. I love this one. From selling tractors to selling tech to now leading innovation. Yeah. um, So I grew up playing with tractors and in sandbox like any other uh, kid would here in in the States. So uh, I grew up doing that and and wanted to sell equipment. I had a family friend that uh, sold for Case, actually. Um, So grew up going to farm shows and things with him. Uh, started off my career, um, you know, selling tractors for a John Deere dealership, really was drawn towards the tech side. I was our tech support for our, uh, you know, in, in cab technology and all of that good stuff. So was drawn towards the tech side of, uh, the equipment, which led me to find a software company that was, uh, granular when it was getting started. So spent a few years there selling that technology, which was interesting. I got to see some of the most interesting farms here in the Midwest, uh, which was a great experience and something I, I you know, appreciate and, and has really been foundational for me in ag. And pretty early on, I mean, to see that level of tech that early on in cab, pretty oh, amazing. Yeah, yeah. We were doing, uh, I was telling the story the other day of the uh, weather stations on sprayers, which were really short lived, but that's like the, the window of time I was in there. Right. And so, uh, you know, auto steer was obviously a pretty normal technology, but, uh, we weren't doing a lot with you know, remote data sinks and things. It was just there at the end when we were coming out and talking to farms about the, the, what is it, the resource center? What's the, the John Deere operation operations center, center uh, getting operation centers on the, on the farm. And so that was really the, the tail end of my time there, but, Got to see how, you know, the connected world, you know, started to touch ag, both on the, the tractor side and with granular, uh, trying to put it all together. It was, it was a great experience for me to see uh, both the back end, the tech side and how that's developed and how it hits the farm for sure. And then spent some time at Purdue, which was also very interesting. Uh, get to see some really foundational research and how things go through a pipeline. You see things that are a decade out. Yeah. Um, and now with uh, ISA and ICMC, trying to put those things together, both like looking forward far enough to see where the technology is going, but also listening to growers and saying what matters, what doesn't matter, uh, and trying to communicate that, that back to uh, everyone else that's involved. Well, in a really cool organization, Corn Marketing Council, Soybean Alliance, both driven by farmers, surrounded by farmers. You've been on the road all around the globe with farmers here over the last couple of months. Give us an idea, Ben. Where have you been? And what have you learned as it relates for this global market creation, demand creation for farmers here in the Midwest? So 
We went over to the Netherlands in early July to kind of learn more about the way they approach agriculture. And, and I'm going to say they, we spent time on three or four farms over there, spent some time at Wageningen University, which is you know, a world leading uh, research institution, their farm of the future, which was interesting to see. We just went there to kind of, we hear a lot in the States about European ag and you know, sustainable production. It was is kind of like a framework that I have in my mind of what I, I think that would, would look like. And so going over there and seeing that firsthand, not only at the research level, but also going to a couple of farms and understanding what challenges they're facing, how they are approaching, um, approaching what they do, what crops they're producing. You know, they're they, they're number two, number three in world exports uh, from an ag perspective, which is interesting. Uh, it's not just they have a flower industry, which is huge, but it's, it's deeper than that. Um, they're producing uh, lots of other products, meats, cheeses, vegetables, what have you. So seeing that end of things where you're, you know, smaller farms, highly managed, coming back to the States and kind of chewing on that for a little bit. And then we went with uh, our, like Indiana's market development team from our checkoffs and went to Indonesia and got to see firsthand, you know, the fourth most populous country in the world utilizing our soybean crop for a vast portion of their uh, their food source, right? And so seeing those back-to-back, more or less, was just very interesting to see and, um, you know, great experience. I, I'm glad I got to have this last month. You talked about demand creation, your market team. Give us an idea. What what are these markets looking for? You were in Indonesia, but also sort of juxtaposed with the Netherlands visit. What do these what do these markets want? What do they need? And what were some of the innovations or gaps maybe that you saw that, gosh, there's a huge opportunity here for us to go chase? Yeah. I mean, each market's a little bit different, you know, so you can't paint with too broad a brush. Every, sure. Everyone has a little bit of a different interest. We have a whole team in, in ISA and ICMC that does these kind of market trips. We're all the time uh, working with folks in in South America, uh, Ed Ebert on our team was just in China before he went to Indonesia with me, kind of talking and, and reopening that market, restarting those conversations. They're they're feeding bullfrogs in China, right? Which is like interesting to think wow. about. Yeah, you know, you go to the KFC in China and get some bullfrog sandwich, apparently. So you know, that, that's a little bit different market than you're going to see in in uh, huh. other parts of the world. But it's something they're utilizing our crops or crops that we could grow in their space, right? Uh, Indonesia in particular, the ones that I saw, we were going and looking at tempeh manufacturing, tofu manufacturing at the realest scale. I mean, these are people in their homes producing, you know, 150 to 400 kilograms a day of, of tempeh and, and tofu. And so what they were most interested in, it was just a really solid source of uh, soybeans at the lowest cost they could get. I mean, it's it's not a... Uh, you know, the, the employees there are working for $15 a day. And so, you know, you're, you're not talking about a lot of economic opportunities there to, to cost matters quite a bit. And so having a reliant source of soybeans is important to them. You go to other markets, though, you know, we do a lot of work. We did some work in uh, Vietnam as an example. They're really interested in, in getting a, a good source of protein from a pork perspective. We, we did a big pork production there or pork promotion there. And so making sure those products are, are abundant and, and, you know, safe and readily available, it, it's, it's really important there. And so you just got to find the market, find where it's at, understand what their angles are. And, and the great thing about what we have in Indiana between, you know, crops, uh, poultry, livestock, we can meet the needs of, of a lot of world markets. We just got to make sure we're, 
we're making those right connections and putting the, the, the groundwork in place for them to purchase our products. We'll talk more about how those products come together and the role of innovation. We'll do it right after this. Ag Bioscience is supported by Indiana Farmers Insurance. Whether your farm is your business, your hobby, or your passion, you and your farm are one of a kind. Each is unique and requires just the right insurance coverage options. Indiana Farmers Insurance has been protecting farmers for more than 145 years. And together with your local independent insurance agent, today we deliver insurance solutions for your farm, business, home, and vehicles. Insurance can be complicated, so it's important to have a trusted expert who will guide you through your insurance experience. We partner with only the best agents, and like us, most of our agencies have been serving customers for generations. Beyond the basics, we have many other coverages available to match your needs. Our agency partners are experts and can tailor just the right coverages for your farm, business, home, or auto. Come visit us at indianafarmers.com and discover why Indiana Farmers Insurance is the right choice for you. We're proud supporters of Ag Bioscience, and we're here to help you protect what matters most. Welcome back to Ag Bioscience. We're talking with Ben Forsyth, Director of Sustainability and Value Creation with the Indiana Corn Marketing Council, Indiana Soybean Alliance. Ben, we were just talking about innovation and these connections of global markets. You know, in production agriculture, we talk about innovation, and it's such a broad world, right? I mean, it can be everything from the science of the seed to the tech driving the tractor. Give us an idea, share some perspective on the innovation you saw abroad and really how it relates. You talked about small farms in the Netherlands. You talked about smallholder farms in Indonesia. What relation do you see? What ideas or inspiration did you find that we could apply back here in Indiana? You know, one thing I would say that I took away, especially from the trip to the Netherlands, was we're really good at what we do. Like, I think Indiana growers, Midwestern U.S. growers in general, are really good at producing a, a, a crop. And so first and foremost, we should take some time to realize that this is a competitive advantage for us. It's something we're good at. So how do we make the most of what we're doing? For sure. But there are things that, you know, practice-wise, technology-wise, management. What I saw in the Netherlands is, is they're very – they're smaller farms, right? I mean, the, the the size there, I think the largest farm that we saw was the 300 hectare farm, uh, which I think is, my math's not great there, 600 acres, let's right. say. Um, six, yeah, right. And, and that's a pretty small farm for anywhere here in the Midwest. Right. Yeah. Um, and so they're very, very aware of everything that's happening on every uh, every square foot of, what, of their land. And so there's a management aspect of that that we may lose a bit and piece of, right? And they have to make the most of it. Uh, I think something we can learn from them is is they're really being pressured on on inputs, both from uh, pesticides and, and fertilizer. And so trying to make the most of their of the practices they can as they go across their land is something we can go and, and learn from for sure. And, and just that really intimate understanding of each each uh, each part of what their fields are would be good. But I think there's also things that we could probably take to them that would be interesting. We we didn't see a ton of um, – they, they have a different crop mix than what we have. Sure. A lot more root vegetables and things. And so uh, tillage isn't necessarily something you can get completely away from. But, you know, we have some pretty advanced no-till or limited-till uh, pieces. You know, sustainability is part of my job here. And so we look at reducing tillage as much as we can here in the States from a soil and nutrient loss perspective. But – uh, there's probably some things we could we could trade with with the world that we're we're pretty good at. Yeah. Now you were with farmers, right? Indiana yeah. farmers went with you on these trips. 
I have to imagine. I mean, in some cases, maybe their first time, your first time in some of these countries, flying home, you're chatting, right? You're having a cup of coffee, whatever it may be. What were the conversations like? They say, hey, Ben, I'm going to go do this. Or, hey, Ben, what do you think about this? I mean, what, what were some of those takeaways at the farm level that they saw? You know, one thing that I that really stood out to me is farmers are farmers, right? And so it was interesting to, to get you know, our farmers with the folks overseas and just how quickly they click over the same kind of topics, right? Whether you're here at an event in in the States or whether you're abroad, like it's just, you're going to go to those same kind of conversations. So that was really interesting to see firsthand. It's just how uh, of a universal language that is. Um, That's really interesting. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it just, it's the same, the same conversations, right? You're, you're all trying to make the most out of what you have when in soils and, and time and equipment and all of that. And so that, that really was a one for one. The biggest takeaway, especially from like our Netherlands trip was understanding the relationship with, you know, from a policy perspective, like you really have to understand what's going on in the world and how everything pulls and ties together right. and how that's going to affect your farm at home. Um, whether you're talking about world markets or world demand or you know world expectations from a consumer perspective and how that can drive down to the, the really small, your farm. That was one of the takeaways that we had uh, in particular was, you know, these little bits and pieces can can play a bigger part. And while it's really easy to sit at home and not see mm-hmm. and, and not see how it plays and ties together, it's connected in, in one way, shape or form. And, and there's common themes, common conversations that we're hearing that you just we just need to be aware of them so we can communicate things in, in the most uh, effective way possible. And, and uh, yeah have our opportunities we need and then go to the in- Indonesia and you see this huge population you relying on our, our, uh, our source, source of beans in particular, it just really drives home why you do what you do. Right. When you, when you see a large population like that, that's, that's, you know, consuming, uh, soybeans directly, you just really drives home that it's important um, right. to keep, keep producing, keep adding to, uh, adding to, to uh, the, the yield and so on and, and making sure those export routes still exist because those are the folks are going to feel that the most, whether it's from a price perspective or availability perspective or quality perspective, that's going to hit home really quick when you're in places like that. And you talk about putting wind in the sail. I mean, to see that, to see the direct output in Indiana Farm in yeah. Indonesia, yeah. incredible. Now, one of the things that I always love this time of year, spending time with farmers How's harvest looking? Mm. So, Ben, we're, we're getting close to harvest season. We're just a stone's throw away. What's the sense from Corn Marketing Council, Soybean Alliance? How are things looking? How does harvest look? Yeah. I think that uh, obviously we had a really dry spring, early summer. Uh, could have used a little bit more rain in June. But there's a lot to be said for the technologies we have in place and the seed and and other things. We understand how crops grow a lot better than we would have not that many years ago. I think yields will be okay, right? It'll be interesting to go actually get in combines and see how things are coming in. But um, there's some spots with some some pretty good crops. We had a lot of a lot of the states saw some good rains in August, and so that could be pretty good for for soybean yields. Corn could be a little bit more variable depending on how things came up, or uh, you know just early season tasseling, what have you. But yeah, I think I think the yields be all right. Good. Well, let's spend some time. You'll come back to talk producer-led innovation challenge. We'll, we'll catch up on what's going on with Harvest. Before we wrap up, last question for you. Yeah. 
What's next? What's next for Corn Marketing Council, Indiana Soybean Alliance? What's on the horizon? Yeah, so we're just wrapping up uh, our strategic planning session for 2025, 2026, 2027. Uh, we'll get those announced here in the not too distant future. Uh, really, if you look at our website today, it's going to be really similar to what we've been doing, but you know, refining some of those some of those activities. I would say from our committee's perspective, the, the sustainability and value creation committee's uh, perspective, we're going to be really focusing on making sure that the things we're investing in have a clear path or direct path back to the marketplace. And that's a really broad term, but just in general, we want to make sure that you know the products we're working on and value creation, new uses, uh, they have a chance to make a real meaningful market impact to drive dollars back to farmers. I think from the sustainability perspective, we want to make sure the technologies we're investing in from the university perspective or other tech that's coming in, you know, there's a pathway forward for that to not only be on the farm, but like make an impact to the farm in a way that is needed. And I, I think, you know, tying this back to the other conversations we're having, uh, we've had today or things happening and, and, you know, uh, across the, the country, there's going to be a need for tech at the farm level. And so making sure that we're preparing correctly for what that tech could be or should be uh, is really important for us. And that's where we're, we're heading our, our, our investments. So good. We so often talk about what will actually drive net farm income. Mm. I mean, when you look at the innovation that is ultimately the separator of okay to great, yep. the big variable on farm, how do we drive net farm income? It's one of the core pillars of what we look at in sustainability is the, the most sustainable farm is one that is economically sound. And so uh, we need to make sure that we're doing the best for for that piece, whether it's looking at ways to increase yield, but also how do we make sure we're using the best the best of the dollars we have to make that yield. I love it. Ben Forsyth, Director of Sustainability and Value Creation with the Indiana Corn Marketing Council and Indiana Soybean Alliance. Ben, thanks so much for spending time with us. Thank you. And thank you for tuning into Ag Bioscience. You can get the latest Ag Bioscience news and insights from discussions just like this by subscribing wherever you listen to podcasts. And while there, you can access our entire library and give us a review. Don't forget, you can always learn more online at agronovusindiana.com. On behalf of the entire Agronovus team, I'm Mitch Frazier saying thanks for listening. We look forward to seeing you real soon. This podcast is a product of Agronovus Indiana in collaboration with Inside Indiana Business. Hosted by Mitch Frazier. Produced by Kayla Chittister and Fabian Rodriguez. Photography by Kaylee Kerr. To get all ag bioscience news all the time, visit agronovusindiana.com. Thank you.